Welcome back to Idol Talk. We have collectively attended seven BTS concert shows. Yes, the movie counts. And we break down the journey from announcement to ticket buying and all the way to concert day. In part one, we cover all the data, provide a comprehensive guide to surviving Ticketmaster, and even describe the extremely rare experience of hearing Supertuna in a Vegas nightclub. No need for FOMO when you've got us. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Idol Talk, where we explore South Korean pop culture, one obsession at a time. I'm your host, Casey, filling in for Nathan today. Hey, everyone. I'm Ashley, the editor for Idol Talk, and I just want to congratulate Stray Kids on their upcoming tour. They're doing a performance on July 9th, Friday, July 9th in L.A. at the Forum. And I'm just honestly, like, really surprised that they have that many fans in, like, Southern California that can fill up the forum. Are you sure I mean, you're I, a fan? I, yeah, I, mean, I know. That's a hate like, like I mean, I know. I'm not a hater. Like, I'm just... The last time we went to their show, it was in at the Microsoft Theater in Los Angeles. And it's, like, a 20,000 venue maybe not 20,000 like a 10,000 venue 10,000 capacity venue and the forum is like 50,000 so it's not 50,000 let me let me get some proper numbers but like it's a significant increase it's the third largest venue in Los Angeles so go stray kids stray kids fighting <laughs> <laughs> Hey everyone, I'm Chris, um, co-host, and I'm trying to like, trying to figure out what GD is trying to do to us because all of a sudden he's posting all these dance videos and I thought Taeyong was the dancer in Big Bang and now I'm thinking GD is, but I mean, I just, what is he trying to tell us? That's all. Study his movements. Maybe he'll, it, the truth will reveal itself. Oh my gosh! <laughs> wow, Enjoy. I thought I thought the forum was way bigger than it was. Microsoft Theater is seven thousand capacity, and the forum is seventeen thousand. Oh, I feel there. like that's going to be easy for straight kids. Okay, yeah, they'll yeah. be fine. Okay. All right. Yeah. Now that okay. that's established, uh, <laughs> we have a guest joining us today by popular demand. It's Go good. ahead, Sammy. It's good to be back, everyone. It's the SG unit, S representing for SG over here. Um, and I just want to let everyone know that I am completely exhausted from BTS, but also I'm not because I'm already saving up for the world tour. <sighs> we are bulletproof 610-2022. I've already okay, marked it in my that. calendar. I'm ready. I'm ready to spend literally whatever. I thought I mean, that was the date. We've of already the album. been down to spend whatever. Yeah, but you get an album, then you get a world tour. So you got to so you got to save up. You just got to be prepared now. Yeah, according to TikToks, it's either August or September that they're going to come out. I think it's going to be August. Oh my god, uh, we have head in the clouds. Hold up, we need a yeah, I know. one step at okay, a time. Well, yeah, well, we might have to do back to back weekends depending on when they come. Bye, I'm going way. floor. I'm going floor. I'm. Good, not gonna stop going to BTS concerts until I get floor. It's an experience. It is. We'll get into that later. 
Um, there's a lot to discuss when it comes to BTS, but first, this is a reminder to please follow us on Instagram at idletalkpod. That's the main way we can talk to y'all and we love hearing from you. Rate, review, and subscribe to, subscribe to us on all of the major podcast directories and streaming platforms, whichever you prefer. And if you have any burning feedback that just can't be contained in a DM, please email us at idletalkpod at gmail.com. And don't forget that we do have our contact dire- content directory, who cannot talk, idletalkpod.uwu.ai, where we have previous episodes categorized. We have playlists song of our song recommendations, concert and K-drama reviews, and general information about us if you're nosy. It can be found in the description of our episodes as well, if you didn't catch that verbal URL. Um, so as we alluded to earlier, this is going to be our... BTS permission to dance concert reviews of LA and the Las Vegas shows. But before we get into that, I just want to congratulate Dreamcatcher on their first <laughs> win for Maison today, 420. It is a beautiful day. This date belongs to them. Um, thank Yay. you to everyone who DM'd me. We've been waiting for this for a long time, for like four years, five years. Wow. Yeah, it's been forever. So it is def- it's their first win. Like that's not even an exaggeration. Um, and it was long overdue. Alrighty, with that said, let's get on to BTS, longtime pod favorite. Um, we all, um a variation of our group went to different dates for both LA and Las Vegas. Sammy went to literally every single date. So that's going to be a really unique perspective to have as we discuss everything. Um, And we've we've done floor. We've done nosebleeds. We got it all for you. So let's kick it off with the general information, dates, um, and everything like that with Ashley. Sure. So the story of the permission to dance. The story. Yeah. (laughs) story. Mini tour starts in January 2020 when when BTS announced their worldwide tour Four Legs 39 Cities Map of the Soul tour. Oh no, I have PTSD. No, yeah, I know. That one was I'm, tough. I'm, I'm oh going back into Don't. the archives 2020. <laughs> Don't. It hurts. I had hurts. So, <laughs> I literally I literally had fifth row center floor. Let's not oh talk about God. it. So this tour was supposed to promote the Map of the Soul series, um, both the Persona and the Seven album. Then, as we all know and are traumatized by, the pandemic happened in March 2020. And first, they canceled all the Soul shows in um, February 2020. Then they canceled all of North America in March. And then they didn't cancel it. They postponed. That's important Mm -hmm. to note. They Mm -hmm. postponed Soul, then the whole North America tour, then the whole tour in April 2020. Then in August 2020, they mm. canceled it. It was it was a day I remember that too. I think I yeah. was like, I got the email and I was like, hell yeah, I get my 1,800 refund. And I was like, <laughs> well, what the fuck am I supposed to do with all this money? Wait, it was in August 2020? I thought it was like a good year later. I, well, it felt like it, it right? It felt like it, but I, I remember it clearly, too, because 
I was depressed, bro. Yeah, and, <laughs> and I went me. through shit because my bank that I bought the tickets with closed in that oh, time frame. No. So, and then the new bank that they were bought by was bought by another bank. So I just had this whole nightmare series with Ticketmaster starting that date in August that oh didn't end God. until November. <gasps> yeah, it was wow. bad. It was bad. <laughs> I just remember seeing all the Venmo charges between all of you because I think it was Cynthia who bought my ticket yeah. and I hadn't paid her yet because I was broke and I did not have a dual income. Yeah. <laughs> so, but I remember seeing all the Venmo charges and I was like, oh, this must feel nice for you guys. Yeah. Yeah. So just to recap for the listeners, all six of us or five of us, I don't think Gabe had tickets, had tickets to the Map of the Soul tour. Casey and Cynthia had floor seats, like row five barricade. No, row one. Like they were literally at... Yeah, we were literally at barricade. They were the gold sound check at barricade. I had gold fifth row center walkout of the seven. When it used to be a seven. the most beautiful tickets ever. Ever. I'm going to cry again. Casey and I and Cynthia got super lucky. And now that we don't have this, it's so sad. Okay. Before we get sad, let's move on then. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. (laughs) So August 2020, they canceled their whole tour. Then in October 2020, they had an online concert with no attendees. That was the first uh, concert since the pandemic. Uh, Then moving to 2021... In May, they released Butter. In July, they released um, Permission to Dance. And then in September, they announced the four shows in Los Angeles. Um, Chaos. Yeah. Chaos. Because everyone hadn't seen BTS since 2019, like, Love Yourself tour. And so that was a really big deal, the announcement. Oh, my God. I didn't even know them. At that time, and I've become this like crazy. I went to the concert because my sister was like, Please just come. I need you to understand what we're going through. And I was like, (laughs) I'll just go for the clout and see what's going on. And then I left with V as my bias. Yeah, (laughs) I remember the moment when he was like in that gray or not green, green, uh, green, the green Mm -hmm. robe with the bed that's vertical. Oh my god, and I remember asking you, like, I thought this was K pop, I thought it was wholesome, (laughs) (laughs) or like when they zoomed in on JK's abs and everybody screamed and the cameraman zoomed in twice. And I was asking my sister, like, is this normal? And she's like, it's iconic, like, it's (laughs) like, it's the moment. I remember all of us joking that you were gonna like your life was gonna be changed, and look at you're like, no, look at me now, a fucking TikTok uh, influencer for K-pop. I you really are. You get like K-pop partnerships and shit, like crazy. We don't even have K-pop partnerships, and we've been doing this fucking podcast for. I know, and I've gotten you guys (laughs) so many listeners. I even went to my yoga class on Monday, and I got you guys another listener. She's oh my god! Oh, if you're in Sammy's yoga class, hello, welcome. Yeah, (laughs) we're glad you're here. We're fun. (laughs) Okay, so they announced their uh, four LA shows in September 2021. Then in October, they had. An online concert in Seoul, still no attendees because Seoul was like really on lockdown. They just had an online concert on Weavers. Then come November um, is when they hosted their Los Angeles shows 
at SoFi Stadium and YouTube Theater. The dates were Saturday, November 27, and Sunday, November 28. Then they had two other shows on December, Wednesday, December 1, and Thursday, December 2. Um, a note that I have here is uh, SoFi Stadium, the capacity is 70K, YouTube Theater is 6K, and for all four days, they had a total attendance of somewhere around 800,000 people. And that's, on, not, uh, that's not including the people who streamed on the last day. Right. Oh, wow. Holy moly. Yeah, it's so much. No, actually, I think that does include the people that streamed. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, because it's only seven, 70K times oh, four. Oh, yeah. got it, got it, got it, got it. Yeah, oh, I'm yeah. not a math Asian, so I didn't question it. Yeah. <laughs> so um, it says, try. the show marked the band's first live performance before an in-person audience since their Love Yourself, Speak Yourself tour in 2019. Um, Damn. Next is March 2022 uh, on Thursday, March 10, Saturday, March 12, and Sunday, March 13. They had three soul concerts in person with a limited audience. So they had it at um, the Seoul Olympic Stadium, and the capacity at that stadium is like 70K, but Korea, South Korea was still on like covid protocols so they only allowed 15,000 people in the stadium per day and then wow. they also had like a thousand like covid protocol people that were in the stadium making sure that the audience doesn't talk scream or sing along so they so have to, to sit, sit there, there in, silence? in silence? No, they have yeah. clap- No, they have clappers. Hold on. Well, they did have clappers. They that- have those hand clappers. <laughs> you guys want, you guys can see those things on Twitter where J Hope was like, "Let me hear you clap," and they were like, <laughs> "Yeah." <laughs> or they like they're like, "Let me hear it louder." You would hear the fans going clap, like, clap, in- clap, clap, clap. "Yeah, yeah, yeah." <laughs> yeah it, they was, it was so sad. No cheering, no screaming, no singing along. I wouldn't even be able to contain myself. I know. Can you That's imagine that role? That's control That rule out here in the U.S.? Like, would it be possible? No. I mean, they had, like, Thank there's 15,000 fans and a thousand, a thousand safety people enforcing the rules. So what is that, Holy like? Holy moly. Uh, oh, my like God. This is too 1, much 000, yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Anyway... So, um, two of the dates were streamed on Weavers, and then one date, March 12th, was broadcasted to, um, uh, cinemas, and I actually, I actually watched that show, The Soul in Theaters, I watched it at the Harkins with my aunt, and we had, like, reclining seats and shit, it was Mm -hmm. awesome. Yeah, mine was out of reclining seat one, too, it was luxurious. Yeah. Yeah. I just went to the Chinese theater. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Was was this – I have a question. Was this theater – was it live while the concerts were going on at Seoul or was it just recorded and you went to the theater and saw it? It was already pre-recorded. Oh, okay. It happened earlier that day and then they they played it. They 
broadcasted it to all of the theaters worldwide. Oh, wow. That's fast turnaround. Yeah. I have here that it it broadcast in 3,000 theaters worldwide, and in 55 theaters, it surpassed Batman as, like, the top grossing (laughs) event, cinema event of the weekend. I'm dead. (laughs) Wow. I know. Two million people in attendance at the soul shows plus the cinemas. Yeah. That's crazy. A lot. Finally, we have the second leg of the Permission to Dance uh, tour, April 8, 9, 15, and 16 in Las Vegas at Allegiant Stadium and MGM Grand Garden Arena. So Allegiant Stadium hosts 65,000 people. MGM Grand Garden Arena hosts 15,000. And in total, over the four days, they had around 600,000 people in attendance. Bruh. Yeah. That's almost the entire world. I mean, yeah. ca- I mean, I know you're counting people twice, but... Yeah. Oh. So, in total, I have, like, revenue totals here. Ooh, yeah, let the, me hear them. Let, let's hear the, the money bags. The Los Angeles tour had... It, it was streamed, too, mm-hmm. online. And um, so... From the streaming and the Los Angeles shows, plus the YouTube theater, um, 800,000 people in attendance, 33 million in revenue. Oh, my God. Then we have the three soul shows, plus the the theater broadcasting, um, 2 million people in attendance, 32 million in revenue. And then lastly, the Las Vegas shows... Uh, 600,000 in attendance. The revenue totals aren't out yet, but I assume it's going to be somewhere between like 20 to 25 million. So, oh my God. So in total, what is that? Math. Hello, math. 65. Three, ti- three times no. three, nine. No, math. Six, 65,000 million plus, let's say 25 million. 70, 90 uh, million dollars yeah, 90 million. from these three Someone, permission to dance. Someone check our math. Like, DM us. <laughs> three times yeah. three, guys. I don't three know what three, three times three is. Like 90 million. <laughs> I took algebra two until I was in college. <laughs> at the end of our Las Vegas show, so we went on the last day in RM's Ment, he was like, permission to dance was just supposed to be like, a, a gift to the fans for like surviving the pandemic and like getting through it together and it's become like this big thing Look at and him. I don't think yeah I don't think they planned to make it like a 90 million revenue type of event but that's what it became yeah they for sure took advantage of that I mean especially because they've gotten so many more fans since the pandemic like you had dynamite you had butter you had permission to dance they were like trying to hit mainstream US my universe Casey you're trying to trigger me yeah that's right my universe (laughs) 
<laughs> it was it was lit on floor, so I have no complaints. We'll talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> that was all very good stats. Like I didn't quantify the amount of money that they made from these tours. Obviously, it was a lot. Um that blew my mind a little bit. I don't know how I feel about that. Like I I am a well-known hive anti, so I'm salty that Bang PD is getting all this money, but I'm happy that BTS is getting all this money. I would like to know what their cut is. Like, obviously, they're making money. You know, they're donating millions of won. But I want to know what their cut is. I mean, they're shareholders. They're shareholders for Hybe. So I'm sure that they get a cut of this plus, like, a cut of 17's revenue. Like, just total revenue from the company. Wow, wow, wow. Wow, wow, wow. So now that we've got all of the cold, hard facts aside, let's get into the emotional shit. Uh, We're going to kick it off with everyone's favorite topic and everyone's favorite thing to do, Ticketmaster. Let's talk about our ticket buying experience for both these shows because let's actually start with Map of the Soul because that one was crazy. I who has like a visceral memory of that ticket buying experience? I think we were on FaceTime, right? Yeah, I remember going into my closet because that, that's when I used to record from my closet because I had roommates. <laughs> and I remember going into my closet and like being in a panic attack inside my closet. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> yes, yes, we couldn't. I what was the issue? We like couldn't get in or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we were trying to we were trying to get in and we were calling Sammy. Sammy had to pull over because she was driving. Yeah, I and remember then we that. called Cynthia and then since then we called the other Cynthia trying to have her log in. It I remember I pulling know. over at the Montebello Mall. I don't know why <laughs> I remember that, but I just pulled into the parking lot and like was logging in on my phone and trying to buy these tickets and it was just so stressful because I could I remember I couldn't even help. Um, but I just remember at that time that was that was hard. I don't hard. even remember. I remember I it remember. being at night. Yeah, but it was like, late at night. I have screenshots of our faces. Yeah, yeah. but I, I forgot what audio. the actual issue was. I forgot. I bet audio. we recorded it we, on we a trying, previous episode. I remember we all tried to log in to like we all had to make sure that we weren't logging into the same account. Um, on different devices like we oh, were, yeah. like we were noobs we didn't know anything then like we didn't know that we should be using our desktop versus our phone or we should make sure that we have like all our credit card information already linked before like we didn't have any of that information we were just like let's get freaking bts tickets <laughs> yeah yeah because when we bought tickets for love yourself at the rose bowl we weren't like trying to get the best seats we wanted to go as like a huge group so we were like, whatever is like the cheapest for the group. So we got like $75 tickets. Um, and it wasn't that serious. LOL. And but I'm then, here like trying to blow $500 yeah. for floor. And All every single ticket buying experience oh. since then has just been progressively more and more stressful. Right. Now you have to have a army membership to get into the verified pre-sale. So the difference for the LA concerts was that if you had... Uh, Map of the Soul oh, yeah. tickets that were canceled, you were given a special like pre-sale code. You were mm-hmm. like the earliest day of buying tickets. And there were tiers to that. 
So if you had gold or silver, then you were ha- you had your own special day that was very first. And then general uh, admission of or general tickets of Map of the Soul had the second day. Then the third day was um, general, like p- non Map of the Soul ticket holder army presale. Then it was the fourth day that had general everyone else who was registered on Ticketmaster to buy these tickets. And what was crazy was that by the third day, they weren't selling tickets anymore. Yeah, I was, it was sold out. That. We yeah. never made it to the fourth day. It was no. always sold out, like, early on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's it's crazy because with the whole even the Army Verified stuff, um, I had a couple friends who, like, even signed up for the Army Verified um uh, like membership and mm-hmm. they couldn't get verified before the tickets went on sale so they're like yeah. and it's just crazy they really they're really clocking yeah in. there is yeah. a whole ass system now and i think now our group has it down yeah mm-hmm. i got really like i got really lucky though because when they did map of the soul they were only going to do two dates and i remember being so pissed because i didn't get any floor like i was just like wanting to to go to any other state to like get floor, like try for like another set of tickets. And then they open one more day. And I remember being on the phone and you guys were all preparing me because I never, I didn't go through the first ticketing process. And I remember being in within the first five minutes, got four tickets, fifth row. And then we were like, oh, that's it? Okay, cool. And then you're like, <laughs> what the heck? Like you guys are just yeah, confused that I got here. Like we're panicking. Like yeah, it's so and stressful. She's just well, like, that was for Map of the Soul, or was that yeah. for LA? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, um, I remember for the LA concerts, um, Cynthia and I got in. No, I got in first because Cynthia and I always buy our tickets on Facetime together, so we can be our emotional support. And I got in first, <laughs> and oh I was gosh. like calm there were so many seats available it was amazing so i got our tickets and then my it would like Ticketmaster wouldn't let me check out it kept saying like error and i guess it was like a common error that other people were getting so i had to go to the back of the line of the waiting room oh no to yeah to wait again and then cynthia got in and she was because cynthia was buying for me sammy and her and uh dev her husband and so she got in and she just bought like the most expensive tickets that because you could sort by like best seats available. Yeah. So she got like four. And then we <laughs> I remember that we were like crying and excited. And then she and I texted Sammy like we got them. I thought we had gotten gold. And then S- Cynthia goes, no, they're sil- wait, no, they're sim they're silver. And we were just crushed because we oh. had we oh had my gold. God. No, no, I know this is a oh. visual problem, but we had gold for Map of the Soul. They were f- like barricade. We would have been like thrown water at and f- seen the sweat on their faces. That oh, was how close yeah. we were. So it was just a crushing disappointment to not have like the same tickets again. But the seats that we got were good. And I remember texting Sammy, I'm so sorry. They're only silver. And she was like, what's wrong with that? 
literally, I literally was like, what's the problem? I remember being at work and I was like, I like stood up from my desk and I was like, I'm going to throw up. I just like announced it. And all my coworkers turned around like, did you get them? And I was like, I don't know. My heart was like racing. And I just, right when we got them, I like blew out. I, I brought a shrine to work. I remember blowing out my candle and just being like, hell yeah, we got these tickets. <laughs> yeah. And then um, for the Las Vegas ones, it was normal. There wasn't any more like special presale. So it was army presale and then like general whatever. Well, it was normal because you had to like, you Register. had to go through all of these hoops in order to get to the ticket day. Yeah. Ve- like, like register in like two different places. Right. You register with Weverse and then register with Ticketmaster. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was a lot. I Oh, no. I it was, you buy on the Weverse shop app, then register on Weverse app, two separate apps, and then register on Ticketmaster. Yes. So it was a three-step process. Yeah. Which probably contributed to the ease of ticket buying on that first day because so many people got caught up in the steps, including myself, and didn't actually complete them all and didn't yeah. get access to tickets. They and also it was a didn't raffle. make it clear. Like, I remember, like, going back and forth, like, going to the same page, like, links weren't clicking. Like, I remember being so confused. They do this on purpose to weed yeah. out. It was clear. <laughs> to weed out the people. Oh, my God. It's all about reading comprehension, you guys. <laughs> if you read it out loud as you're doing it, it makes it easier to, like, understand. Because, <laughs> like, reading it in your head, you skim. And yeah. I know this is I know that I'm trying to tell you guys how to read and I'm not like being <laughs> condescending, I promise. But like the verbiage is a little it's a lot. It's it's like a big paragraph of text for every single step. And it's yeah. easy to like skim it and like miss something. So I wasn't risking anything. I read that shit out loud with my mouth <laughs> and I followed it to the T and I got my ticket, my pre-sale code. So I'm just saying like I love Don't that leave anything to chance. Be extra careful with this stuff because aye, aye, aye. this is like the second time Ashley didn't complete the steps and didn't get a code. <laughs> I Don't know. Don't be like Ashley. We were we were like at the rodeo too, and I was like, "So did you do it?" And she's like, "No, I'll do it later." And then we find out it's like way too late, and I was she's like, "Fuck it, I guess." I'm like, <laughs> the what? The fact that I need to jump through like twenty hoops in order to get tickets is just too much. Yeah, that's what they're dying trying to do exactly there. They're trying to weed out the people who don't want to do too much. And it's also like, <laughs> okay, this is a, a point of controversy. Like, it's their way of, like, weeding out the bots, right? And protecting yeah. the tickets for the fans. Uh, yeah. However, Ticketmaster was mired in controversy, particularly with Justin Bieber concert tickets because it was revealed that they were withholding tickets and then reselling them themselves on their own platform at a much higher price. So how do this didn't come out for BTS? Maybe it did. I, and I'm not just, I'm just not informed. Let me know. But that is a perspective that we also have to consider as we're talking about the ticket buying experience, because there is that like little, underbelly of Ticketmaster. Also, it's like there are these people who are getting these texted codes like the week of the concert to buy these tickets and some people were able to snag floor. 
um, the week mm-hmm. of. And I'm like, how did you even like? How did you even get that? The day of. No, no, no. Yeah. There was there was, oh. peop- there was a code texted to you like the week like because I had the friend that I went with the weekend before. She said her brother got it, and there were just um, there are those seats where it's like right by the stage, like at the very like they're really bad seats by the stage. Um, yeah, like, oh. but also some people were saying like with that with that code they were able to snag like leftover what? floor. So I'm like, how did you even like? I thought we were completely sold out. Yeah, no, the day of I think the the day of the Friday concert second weekend the fifteenth Ticketmaster had released more tickets. Like there was a message because I was getting on Ticketmaster just to see if I, we could upgrade our tickets to floor. And um, there was a message on there, like, due to production releases, like, there are more tickets available. And a lot of the tickets I saw on TikTok, I didn't see it, actually see it when I logged on, but a lot of the tickets were actually, like, right on Barricade. That is so sus. hmm Wow. What does that mean? Like, the production held those tickets for other reasons and i I remember once hearing that it's like it's just partnerships that Ticketmaster or the rita has with certain companies and so as a result of their partnership the tickets have to be offered to these companies first and it is up to these companies or these businesses to decide to use them or not and often those are the ones that get released later on you know what's interesting my my friend that I went with to the concert, she works for a casino game slot machine company in Vegas. And they had email, sent out an email the week of the concert that we were going to, which was the first, uh, the second date. And they were holding um, a raffle for four tickets to the concert. And it was like, how the fuck did you get that? And now I know it's yeah. probably a partnership. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, anyone else have any final thoughts on the ticket buying experience? Tips for buying tickets. Apparently, you have to do it on a desktop and you have to make sure what is it? Your Ticketmaster account. Or what is it, what is it, Chris? Uh Oh, okay. So I have a Don't hate me, listeners. I have a bot connection. I I don't Oh my we, we god. Are not able to use them. <laughs> I don't I mean, I still got to grease them up a little bit. But I do to be have clear, a, we are not using a bot. Yes. Disclaimer, we are not using a bot to buy these tickets. I just happen to know. Or else I would have floor every single time. Like, yeah, yeah literally. exactly. We would not we, we would not be sitting in 300 section this last concert. Yes. Anyways, okay. So this person told me that if your Ticketmaster is – Ticketmaster automatically in their code, okay, they give priority to Ticketmaster accounts that are the oldest. Oh, that makes sense because I get in early every time and it's just like errors that boot me out, if anything. But I've had my account since 2012. I just checked mine. Mine, I've had my account since 2011. Hold on. Chris, we need to use yours this entire time. Okay. I told you, I went to fucking high school musical with this account. (laughs) So when you said bot connection, I thought you meant like, like, like an app on your phone that no. connects to a bot, you know no, it's a, a person guy. No, has a, bot. a person who <gasps> is a bot, or he can run code to buy t- as a bot, and they 
definitely participated in this last ticket buying experience because you need to get that person to help you buy your g dragon shoes oh my god that has been like a point of controversy on the pod too (laughs) how do you know how how do you know how long you've been a member or like you know you go to account and then like view account or something like that yeah it's in your profile info maybe i have to do it on my desktop I'll yeah, I do it on my phone. phone. I do it on my oh, app. Really? Yeah, I don't. Oh my god! I don't even know. I think I I have a new email with my new last name, and so I created a new Ticketmaster account. Oh, that wrong. was so, so we're wrong. never using Ashley's yeah. account. Yeah. So- wow! 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 So far, it's lo- looking like my account is the one that'll get us our floor. Okay. Unless Sammy has it before 2011. I don't know. I got to make sure. I got I I to check. make Cynthia check. Yeah. yeah. She always, she's up, she's been our plug for like stuff. If she was going to go, I think it would have been, um, well, this ticket buying experience for Las Vegas was a little more cutthroat because mm-hmm. I got in really fast and um, there was still like a couple of silver left. I wish I got some silver. Yeah, by the time you got in, it was all gone, huh? Yep, yeah. it was all gone. Yeah, I got 100 level because that was the max that the friends I was going with were willing to pay. But now I regret it. I should have just bought silver for myself and been like, fuck y'all. But we'll <laughs> yeah. get into that. We'll get into that. Should okay. we say what seats we ended up with for each Los Angeles and yes, I want- Las Vegas? Let let Sammy go last, and she's oh, yeah. got a longer list than us. <laughs> you're right. Got you're a right. Longer list. So for me and Cynthia, we did um, floor for the last day of the LA concert. Um, we were in A two, A one. Oh, A one, A one silver sound check. And then for Las Vegas, I was C one hundred ten, eighteenth row. Wow. For the second night. Ashley? No, for you only me, went to one. Yeah, I only went to oh, one, no, but no. I went with Christina. So okay. I I went to the Las Vegas show on the very last day with Sammy and Christina. And we had 300 level tickets. So I went on the first day of L.A., and I had 100 level tickets. And then Vegas, uh, we went last day, 300 level tickets. Okay, so starting with, <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like looking back at my old tickets. Okay, so D1 of LA, I was in section 128, row 11. Um, and that was epic because it was the first day and then I didn't know they went around during telepathy. So I remember like, Wanting oh. to fall out of my seat, and my aunt was like, "Chill," and I was like, "I cannot." Oh, you went with your aunt. I just, I forgot. Yeah, day two. Oh my god, this was the day that um, Nathan and I had to buy off Twitter. That's a whole another story for another day. But we were in section five eighteen, row fifteen. Oh my god! Yeah, nosebleeds. Yeah, we got the nosebleeds. Nathan just really wanted to go at least one day, so. But we worked hard for those tickets. Was uh, it cheap? Um, I think we paid like $50 more than face value. Oh, that's, that's not bad. bad. Yeah, yeah, something like that. And then the third day of LA, I was in 515 row 10. So basically around the same section. Um, 
And then the last day I was with Casey and Cynthia and Dev. We were A1 floor, silver sound check. Then it goes to Las Vegas. I went to day two. What's what's happening there? This is the new cool <laughs> pose that South Koreans do. It's an upside down peace sign. I Sorry, literally- I'm, I'm updating the pod IG. Oh my okay. god. We just go For reference, us. listeners who cannot see us doing this pose, look at Mark of NCT. He does this pose. It's an upside down peace sign. It's That's it. it. It's very interesting. Um, but for Vegas, day two, I was in section 142. So basically what I had like for my first day in LA. And it was great. It was great seats. I think row 22. And then the last day we were in 300 section with my sister and Chris. Um, and yeah, those are all my <laughs> six concerts. <laughs> I love it. I love it so much. I wish I could do that too. But that's a lot of money and time. And yeah. time. Anyway. Yeah. I think it would have been worth it, though, for Vegas, which we'll get into uh, shortly. There was just so much to do for the concerts, like, outside of the actual concert itself, that those trips would have been, like, absolutely worth it. Um, and then we can just, um, yeah, whereas L.A., you're, like, just there for the concert. All right, so that wraps up our ticket buying experience discussion. Um, We're going to end the episode just on our pre-show activities for these concerts. This is definitely going to have to be a two-parter just because of the sheer amount of discussion points that surround just BTS concert in general between the set list, the differences between each session's Some of us went to like six and some of us went to only one and we saw the movies and all that other stuff um, and general highlights. So definitely um, let's get into the pre-show activities. Um, For LA, there weren't, it wasn't like to the scope of Vegas, I would say, but um, Chris, did you get there early and do anything? Yes. Um, for LA. We, yeah, we got there okay. early for LA. I mean, not too early. I think we got there around three, but it was already jam-packed. I We went early with the sole purpose of getting merch because mm-hmm. I remember when we went to the Rose Bowl, Casey, you and I were in that long line. Oh, my God. PTSD. And, <laughs> but even then, like, even it was way worse this time. Like, and I'm yeah. just seeing TikToks of people saying that they waited nine hours in line and I don't know what. And so I remember going early and just we ended up walking around the entire entirety of SoFi Stadium trying to find a merch booth that was decent and we we could not. Was Every- it was it the merch booth like outside of SoFi and so anyone could access it? Yeah, yes. and so there, there was one merch tent that was outside and anyone could access. Oh, no, actually, you're right. All of them. The ones that yeah. are outside, anyone could access them. Mm-hmm. The ones that are inside, obviously, that's only ticket buyers. Right. But even then, the merch booths inside were just as impossible. By the time we got to the very front of the line on the inside, everything was sold out. They had 
nothing. They had the map of the soul uh, stuff, yeah, yeah, which yeah. is just the it was just the black t shirt. Yeah, the black t shirt that said Mots, and that's it. Oh yeah, I forgot that they they probably like pre ordered all of the merch for Map of the Soul, and then they had like. A surplus of inventory because they canceled the tour, so they just like threw it into the permission to dance to merch booth. People still bought it. Yeah, I yeah. still bought I did. it. I remember because <laughs> Sammy was going to the first one as well. We were all texting her like screenshots of merch with stuff circled, like. I want this, this, and this, but like, if you could only get me this, then that's fine. Because mm-hmm. we were naive. And she, like, later she texted us, she was like, it's not happening at all. And we were yeah. like, oh, okay, try tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, it was so bad. <laughs> I texted Sammy on when she went with you guys to floor because you guys were going at 5 a.m. Yeah. And I was like, Sammy, please just give me this one t shirt with all their faces on it. No. I re- oh my God. Yeah, I remember let's, us. Let's talk about that. Okay, when we, I remember I went to the concert the night before. So I came home at like, 1 or 2 a.m. And then we were like, okay, let's get up at 4.30 a.m. and just go to the merch line. And so we wake up around 4.30. We're ready to go. And I remember Dev, Cynthia, me, Casey are in the car and we're like, why are we driving for forever? And it's because Cynthia accidentally put Dodger Stadium instead of SoFi Stadium. And Casey and I were like, well, you know what? We're just here for the ride. And we yeah. just, we're just going to get this merch. So that Dev we can... was pissed. Dev was so mad. <laughs> he was pissed. It's okay, Dev. So, Dev, you're a real one if you hear us. We yeah. we still stand you. You're the best. But I remember <laughs> us getting there and Casey had like chairs. Um, we all brought chairs oh. to like sit. We were prepared. Yeah, with lawn chairs. We already, they already saw on Twitter that like, the line would wrap around Target, so we were waiting for that. We were there so early. Like, I remember vlogging it all. And while we were waiting in line, we got hungry, so we, like, postmated some McDonald's. Oh, my I God. Love that. Oh, my God. And then the line started moving, like, pretty quick. And I remember, like, they had – like, Casey and Cynthia had, like, plate, <laughs> plates of food. And while I got a sandwich because it's travel-friendly. And they were I trying to put, like – cakes and yeah, sausage. They were trying to put, like, syrup while walking. And I was like, oh guys – well, I thought we were going to wait a lot longer, but like as soon as the Uber, uh, not Uber, the Postmates dropped off our McDonald's, the line was booking it. Like we yeah. went from like zero to a hundred and they were just moving people up so that we were like, but like all together in the snake line. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and that's Not bugging the target. And yeah. we were so, so <laughs> determined. We were like, oh my God, we got here early. We're going to get this merch. We're going to get PTD stuff, like PTD yes. t shirts. And then we started getting closer and closer to the line, and things were flying off the walls. Like people were taking like the last sample, and things mm-hmm. were saying sold out. And then we were like, "What the fuck? We're not gonna get any PTD merch. This is stupid. I'm not gonna settle for any map of the soul." And then as we were literally like the lot, like five people before us, we were like, "You know, map of the you know soul what? doesn't look too bad." I <laughs> thought, <laughs> and I was annoyed because you had to choose like. A person who was oh, like the God. seller, I forgot about right? That For e- so you you were in those line in like the big line, and then it broke out into like thirty mini lines that actually purchase from someone, right? Yeah, uh-huh. and we chose wrong. We chose this girl's line because it was the shortest, but then it took forever because like. The she girl was- in front of us could not decide what she wanted at all, even I though there were limited God. options. And then the girl who was selling 
was not motivated. She walked super slowly. She was like hung over with glass, like big sunglasses on. And was like, yeah. what size again did you need? And I'm like, girl, yeah. they're flat. Like the guy next to us was buying like oh. five PTD shirts. And I was like, oh one, of those, one of those should have been ours. Yeah, the guy, <gasps> no. the guy who was next to the girl we had, his line was flying because he, every time someone would come up, he would cross out on the little menu. This is what I don't have. This is what I don't have. Whereas our girl would like wait to look to come back to be like, we don't have that. Oh, no. And then you go, okay, what about this? And she's like, let me go look. And then she slowly meander. Oh, my God. I'm getting triggered. (laughs) I'm getting triggered. I'm glad that Cynthia ended up getting like the last T-shirt, the last permission to dance T-shirt. So Mm -hmm. like good for her. But also like. I hate that girl at the line. She just so oh slow. God. It was I traumatizing. I got a map of the soul hoodie, but that was it. And I kept looking like the once we got into the venue, Sammy and I like left to go look for more like other merch lines to see if they had a bigger size because I got a large and I wanted an extra large for like mm-hmm. the bagginess. Um, but no, it was all bad. And then there was these little like vending machines where you would like buy albums. And then if you bought an album, you got like a photo card. So that was cute. And people were buying multiple albums to the point. Yeah. So Sammy and I had like given up and we were like being sad on the curb, like (laughs) (laughs) taking stock of what little minute, like miniature amount of merch we got. And we were fucking tired because it was 11 a.m. by this point. We had been up since 4.30. Sammy had gotten like three and a half hours of sleep so we're just dead in the sun cynthia comes running up and she's like i got albums and some guy had been like had bought like a whole case of albums so that he could get all these photo cards and was just giving out albums for free he just wanted the photo cards he paid what 30 dollars per album just to yeah it was photo cards like a medium-sized box of all albums and cynthia just comes running with three albums and we were she's like here you go and we were like where'd you get this she's like that guy and that people are like swarming him and he's like take it take it yeah oh what yeah i mean low-key worth it because they were a venue specific or concert like specific photo cards Oh, okay. Yeah. That's oh, yeah. so they're collectibles, and he was yeah. probably gonna like resell them. Well, you don't know that. Maybe he just really wants oh, all maybe. of them forever. That's you're true. always in a capitalistic <laughs> mindset, Ashley. Okay, I'm sorry. So then Cynthia comes running up with these uh, albums, and we're like, okay, cool. We got free albums. I guess this wasn't a total loss, and we also did get like a couple of um, items of merch. Yeah. And then Dev came back to pick us. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Uh, oh no, uh, Sammy. I was able to at least get light sticks, so that was like the important part, like the the special edition light stick. Oh, I was yeah. able to buy one for myself, one for my sister. And oh then- my gosh. What happened? That's that's literally what I was trying so hard to buy at the concert. Oh, I and didn't know. Every- no, it's fine. I mean, but. Because I think by oh, the well, time you're only allowed I, to. Yeah. No, and by the time that I didn't get it, I was like, eh, whatever. I have my other army bomb. But I remember going to several – I went to several booths because I wanted the special edition light stick. And it the was sold out everywhere. The special edition is worth it. It's so much brighter. I yeah. still haven't bought it. I still only have my original V3, but – I really regret not buying a special edition. Same, especially after this weekend, and I was comparing it with Ashley's light stick, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh my gosh, this is so much brighter. Oh my god, yeah. aren't you glad that you have me, that I just buy you whatever I buy? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I brought that light stick to the, to the movie theater, and it was really bright. 
Like <laughs> I didn't I didn't have it on because we were in like a dark ass movie theater with like one huge like light stick. It was too much. Did nobody bring <laughs> light sticks? My whole no. theater. No, nobody mine brought light sticks. Mine was a mixed crowd. Oh my god, mine was oh. like every single person yeah. had a light stick. I don't like and the vibes of your theater. Yeah, we I mean, were like, I'm in Phoenix, so what do you expect? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. You're right, you're right. Okay, we'll come visit more often. Yeah. We'll go to theater with you. Great. There. We'll um, K-pop alive over there. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, that was, that was pretty much it. After that, we were like, t- this was like a traumatizing merch experience, and so... Dev picked us up and then we got ready for like sound check. So that was it for LA. But then Dang. Las Vegas had a lot more to do. And a lot and a lot more that you can purchase. Well, how was sound yeah. check? Wait, time out. No, let's save that for like the main okay. Okay. concert. Yeah. So time let's get out. into the Las Oh, go ahead. Chris. Wait, sorry. I want to just take a quick shout out for Dev for picking you guys up. That's <laughs> Yeah. That's a good husband right there. He, he dropped us off and then went to sleep and then picked us up four hours later wow point kudos to you dev man you're a real one (laughs) yeah he earned his his sound check ticket (laughs) (laughs) okay that was it that's all i had to say yeah so i didn't get to do any of the las vegas activities which i'll get into in our next episode but uh Y'all who did, please go ahead, Chris. Tell me everything. Okay, so um, I took notes as things were happening in Las Vegas because I was like, I'm going to want to remember this. So I'm just going to – I have this – I'm going to say it as I have it listed. My first note, scammed by Hype. I remember you writing that. Yes. That was like the the like motto of the entire – weekend in las vegas scammed by hive it's because like it all started when i so when i went for the first weekend me and my friend were looking we bought these tickets and saw that they had these bts themed rooms for like five thousand dollars and we were like what the heck maybe we can buy one or like what comes with it and we found out you only get seven photo cards one of each member a like a little letter and a tote bag and we were like, what the hell? And nothing else. So then we decorated our own room. We, like, we made our own photo cards. We had like the balloon set up and a whole banner made. And it was a better experience. And I was like, wow. And we only paid like, what, $50 for everything? And <laughs> Hive, is, Hive is scamming you just to have this quote unquote yeah. experience. Yeah. Wait, so you said it's – so they said it was a BTS-themed room, but it's they didn't even – change the sheets to be purple or anything no, lazy no, like that no, no wow yeah wow yeah we, scammed even by in our room like i feel like our room was just as much effort and then as what sammy's describing because our room also had a little magazine cover of bts like oh yeah it was the las vegas magazine i made it i made a instagram reel with it yeah um, and i feel like that was just as much as what these BTS themed that sucks were. for people who bought that. Yeah, yeah. spent thousands of dollars because I'm pretty sure they're like the nicer rooms too. It's International Army who bought it for sure. Yeah. Wow. So the two the two events that uh, were specifically well three if you count the themed rooms, but the events that we're referencing when we talk about scammed by a hybe is 
the behind the stage paid photo exhibit and the BTS like after party at Club. Jewel Nightclub. The club night. I, I've been okay. calling it BTS Club Night. <laughs> yeah. Can you talk about what is the behind the stage paid photo? So <laughs> do you do you want to do it, Chris? Yeah. Oh. Um oh so there's so at the pop-up, there's this free pop-up, which is what you see a lot on TikTok and Instagram, and it's just, you know, like photo exhibits of music videos and it's it's very interactive. Yeah, so I, it's oh go for it. No, I went to that one and it was free. All you had to do was just like sign up beforehand. You just had to make sure that you got like a slot for it. And when you went in, it was everything like Chris said, you saw for the music videos. So you saw like the butter heart, you saw the basketball hoop from Dynamite. Um you saw the washing machines from Permission to Dance, and that was basically a great experience because you get to see things from the music videos in real life. Okay, but well, um, we went. To, yeah, this was. We had a. We paid twenty five dollars per person, and we had a. Um, it was a behind the scenes exhibit, and. Uh, I kid you not. It feels like they. I mean. There's videos and there's pictures that I'm sure are not available online or on Weavers and only we're able to see it, I think. I don't know. I saw everything on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. But I feel like all they did is they didn't even make it like super blown up. There's maybe like two blown up like walls of videos of them performing and getting ready. Um, but the rest of the exhibit was just like an art museum and it's just these tiny like eight by 11 pictures just no. put on the wall yeah they printed it framed really but it's printed <laughs> framed put it like must... stuck on the wall but in only... a line yeah in a line not even in any kind of creative gallery walk or anything like that they were just in a row I eight by 11 only from the soul I... concert though yeah mm. I think that the photographer must have had like exclusive rights to behind the scenes of this the soul show because there were rules to this exhibit too. Like you can only take photos. You can't take video. And because of like copywriting reasons. So it must've been like exclusive for some reason, but yeah, it was basically just like a glorified photo gallery. Mm -hmm. They also had, so the exhibit was, it was, um, it was like a walkthrough exhibit where you start off in like the practice room and they're practicing for the soul show. Then you move on to the dressing room. Then you go to like, uh, like rehearsal and then finally the show. Yeah. If I'm remembering correctly. Yeah. And like Chris said, it was a mix of photos and videos. And there were also these like, blown up quotes from each member just like random like sentences that they said and I don't I don't even think they were just like I don't even think they were like inspirational quotes of theirs at all or no. anything it was just like something that the member said I'm trying to see if I have a picture of it of yeah Yingy, at least yeah then you go through the whole exhibit it ends at the show like pictures of the show and you walk out of the exhibit and it's this like massive stage with like a screen and the screen is just playing bts music videos 
And in front of the screen, there's like a bunch of like lawn chairs so people can watch the music videos. And then to the left of the screen, there's a there's like a trailer with a full bar. But, oh, is it a full bar? Yeah, it was a full bar. Oh, I wasn't sounds, sure. It that sounds cool. No, it no, was no. Oh, okay, so I was off the picture. What you does can it say? See, like the lighting is even off, oh, that you can't okay. really read what it's so, saying. So the I'll quote, describe it for the listeners. So it's an acrylic, uh, rectangular, the bar wall installation with like pegs on each corner. And it's got like awkward yellow lighting over it, and it says we are special because we have special fans. Sugar, yeah, uh, it's not even like yellow <laughs> lighting. Yeah. It was yeah. white light. <laughs> it was white light on an orange wall, so that's why it's looking oh. yellow. But like the lighting for sure makes it look weird. They didn't point the light right because yeah, it's, you lose. so it's giving it's giving this like offset shadow that makes the f- text hard to read as well. Because it's an acrylic. It's not like on a white background or a black background. It's on an acrylic. Yeah. Okay, I I get it now. I get the vibe. It's overwhelming. (laughs) So the whole thing, it took us like, I don't know, 15 minutes to get through. Our Ikea frames with the 8 by 11 pictures. It's just a plain photo and it's a plain frame. It's not like a special... It, I, I wish it was canvas, at least, and not just, like, some Amazon frames that they put these photos in. Yeah. I could do that, too. I mean... I framed my GQ magazines, and they look way better than the framing ooh. job here at this $20 exhibit. Yeah. Yeah. The, like, I guess that's one gallery walk. Gallery walk? No, gallery... I'm, like, thinking of teaching. Um, gallery... Wall? Wall. wall. There you go. That they have at least. It's just like a bunch of different random images in different sizes arranged in a gallery wall arrangement that you would see on Pinterest. Basically, it's not giving what needs to be given. It's not giving. Yeah. I think what made it worse too that even staff was like – I remember overhearing one of them saying to another fan like, be careful, don't touch the walls because they're going to fall. (gasps) <gasps> they're really fragile oh it was really a pop-up <laughs> yeah yeah so it was it was like um the walls were like fabric like you know how you when you go through a haunted house yeah and they're just like you just it's like a maze but all the walls yeah. are fabric that's kind of how it was because they put them up that day <laughs> right exactly and then they had like obviously frames like the like above the walls some sort of like bar to hold the the um the picture frame vertically, mm-hmm. but yeah, it was like Slap it was dash. over like underwhelming. It was and underwhelming. Then, that's disappointing. Not worth twenty five dollars, and that's a twenty five dollars is not. It doesn't hurt as much, you know. Mm-hmm. Freaking if, even with inflation, my milk gallon is twenty five dollars <laughs> right now. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I would have paid twenty five dollars for the pop up experience that was free. Because mm-hmm. you actually can take, like, cute photos there. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what type of fan would appreciate, like, this type of behind-the-scenes exclusive photography, you know? Because yeah. it was, like, exactly the same as stuff you see on Twitter. Exactly. So you basically just paid for your drinks. No, we still mm-hmm. had to pay for that, too. Oh! <gasps> 
A scam. I oh my I know. God. See, scammed by so, Technically, what, $40 then? Yeah, yeah. You, would, you would end up just seeing this on like a bang ten, a bang ten bomb or whatever. What do they call their vlogs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bang ten bomb. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just like, this is just not, this is not it. Damn, that's a disappointment. But you said the pop up was good, right? The free one. Oh, yeah, it the, was the free. free. The free one, yeah. Okay. So what about the BTS? Let's talk about the BTS club or club BTS or whatever it's called. And then okay. we'll close out with like just general Vegas vibes. Okay. So I have several notes about BTS club. Let's night. hear them. I'm just going to list them and then let's talk about them. Maybe we'll talk about them in order oh, naturally well, too. Should I, should I explain like the, like the club? Yes. Explain what the club okay. was. So this club was the official after party of the BTS concert. Wasn't it? Wasn't that part of their title? Mm-hmm. Like official, official af- concert after, after party. party, and the tickets for this were a hundred dollars each. I think they started off as thirty dollars and then sold out. Yes, and then reopened more tickets at a hundred dollars each. Wow! And that's, that's when that's when Sammy, Chris, and I bought them at a hundred dollars. Hundred and twenty four after fees. Right. So the the club was at Jewel Nightclub in the Aria, and um, it's a pretty small nightclub, like two levels. There's tables um, on each floor. Each floor also has a bar that you could get, like, bottle service if you wanted to. Um, the, the tables, we looked at the prices of the VIP tables because we thought, like, if we're going to go to the club, like, might as well fucking ball out. But, like, minimum spend at a table on, like, the top floor in probably a shitty place is, like, 2500 So I'm sure a table on the main floor is, like, wasn't it, like, 7000 yeah. or something? Yeah. Yeah. So the, the club was pretty small overall. And the line to get into the club was fast. We got, Chris and I got there around um, 11.30 and we had to be inside the club by midnight in order for us to have like guaranteed entry. Um, My expectation of the club, maybe I just like didn't, I didn't read because my reading comprehension <laughs> yeah, is yeah. poor. <laughs> I totally expected this to be a K-pop club and not a BTS club. And so my expectations were like totally off. Oh, yeah. Your reading comprehension was way yeah, off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when, oh, I yeah. Got, when I got in, I was like, what is this? I was hoping to like listen to some other K-pop music and not just BTS twice. music. Yeah, I wanted to hear some twice like feel special. Yeah. So the the music that was played was strictly BTS discography. Like everything from when they first released music, their first album all the way up until Permission to Dance. Like they also had um, like the member mini albums playing, uh, August D, like Hope World album, all that stuff. They played um, RM's album. They played everything. Yeah. And um, the DJ that they had in there was uh, I don't DJ Yo Yoli. 
I'm looking at her Instagram right now. Does her does her bio bio say army? Nope. So she is like she was like the DJ slash MC, mm-hmm. and she would. I feel like she memorized things that armies liked and then sporadically yelled them out like what so for example like wait hold on okay she's i think she might be army because i'm reading some comments that she okay because she posted like army make some noise by back by popular demand i'm ready to bring back the magic Um, oh i have i have tea on day two of this club bts that i learned oh really okay yeah but we can get okay. into that after you explain your final thoughts on this DJ. So, yeah, go Wait, ahead. hold on. There's one comment on one of her posts that says, the, it says, like, BTS Army, look at what you manifested. See you this weekend for day three and day four. Permission to dance official concert after party. And there's a comment that says, congratulations. What Army wants, Army, get, Army gets, and we got you, Yoli. Well, mm-hmm. so maybe she so, is a stan. Yeah, maybe she is. Maybe there's some kind of background that we're missing. Okay, from my impression, it felt like it. It really felt like she was randomly like yelling out army phrases that, uh, just to get like the crowd hype. So she would be like, "Boy, hey!" <laughs> <laughs> work like uh, army we they were going at it they were hardcore going at it i got shoved in the club oh my god yeah which we'll get to it yeah so i feel like maybe this is a good time for you to insert your notes okay so on my notes we said i don't think it was her it was the dj before there's some dude djing before her that uh we labeled it bad dj because Um, Ashley was saying this while we were all having lunch on Saturday. They did not mix the songs. It was just like, it was as if we were listening to Spotify. It was just one, oh. a little like, er, 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 next song. <laughs> yeah, it was like the music, the DJ at Chris's wedding, it, it felt like... It, I liked him. Yeah, I liked him. It he, felt like he blended. DJ, right. And so the DJ at this club, it... It felt like he didn't blend at all. Like so the it transitions like were bad. It was yeah. definitely jumping from one song to the other. Mm-hmm. Mm. And it didn't feel like there was some sort of uh, like vibe to what's hap- like the song that's happening next. Mm-hmm. It was just like random. Next point I have is that they had Japanese versions Ugh. of Mic Drop and I hate that. I forgot which other song it was. I think it was Idol? No, it wasn't Idol. I don't know. I don't, but but there was two songs specifically that they didn't play these songs again the entire night and all we got were those Japanese versions of the songs. Interesting. Yeah, um, which also made me question like does this DJ know BTS or were they just like downloading songs? He songs. couldn't. He couldn't tell that it was in Japanese versus yeah. Korean. Yeah. yeah, like I'm fine with the Japanese music, but like if I'm gonna listen to Mic Drop, I want to hear 
the Korean version because that's like the more popular version, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. It's weird. Even then, like the Stevie Oki version. Stevie Oki is a, a Vegas, like, es- essential? Vegas. Mm-hmm. Staple. Sta- yeah, there you go. Vegas resident? staple. Like, there, yeah. yeah. He, he He's a, a resident residency. at Hakkasan. Um, so why, right. I mean, granted it's Hakkasan and not Jewel, but still he performs a lot in why Vegas. Why didn't he do the official BTS after party? He's like BTS uncle or army. I don't ah, think he would have enjoyed it because yeah, this was, this <laughs> was literally only BTS songs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, More notes, Chris. <laughs> not knowing member's name. <gasps> and last note I have. And this is where I got shoved. Super tuna. <laughs> oh, yeah. Super tuna. Yeah, so the club played literally everything, including Super Tuna. And when Super Tuna came on, you, like, the whole I got vibe. Shoved. The whole vibe of the club changed. Like, suddenly everyone was, like, losing their shit. You know, uh-huh. the whole club was blue. They had, like, marquees around the club that said Super Tuna, and they were, like, they didn't, they were, like, playing the song, and pretty much, like, 75% of the audience and everyone there was doing the choreo, and it, it was, like, so hype to the point where they played it again. Yeah. They played it two times in a row, and I was... I was looked at Chris and I was like, are they really playing Super Tuna in the club right now? Uh, Las Vegas. <laughs> Las Vegas club. I thought that song was like a joke song. Like I thought so Jin too. was just having fun with it, you know? Like just yeah, Jin, but I didn't know it was a club banger over here. It's a it's apparently oh, a club banger. I'm telling so, you, I got I got shoved. This girl like pushed me. Like she, she was she, like, like, "Super Tuna is my she favorite BTS song." <laughs> I have to push. In, and then all of a sudden, she's right in front of me. Oh my Watch god! It. Yeah. So let's. I, I'm gonna share my tea that I have on this BTS club day two. All right. And then we're gonna close the episode there because of time, and we'll pick up on just general Vegas like vibes and everything when we do our concert coverage in part two of permission to dance on stage. But my tea on this BTS club is that they had a, I saw this all go down on Twitter. Um, They had this other DJ for day two, who was this like middle-aged looking woman. She's not middle-aged. She's probably in her thirties, but like she looks older. Yeah. But she had posted this like Instagram story where she and this girl, like her friend were walking and they were talking shit about the, the club attendees. They were like, I didn't, I only played like a couple of non BTS songs and they were like rolling their eyes and talking about how they were like cringing at the crowd that paid to be there for an official BTS after party club experience. Right. So that DJ Yoli or whatever, she was day one and this random DJ was day two. And this DJ was like making fun of ARMY on her public Instagram story. And you know ARMY does not oh like God. to so be that's treated why, that way. That's and why they, were, they had that comment. Yeah, and peop- I saw videos of the club when it was this day two DJ and everyone had that app on their phone 
something that had like this the text that flies oh, yeah. by. Uh-huh. Right. Um, and everyone had their phones up that says something like play mic drop play what you know they were requesting songs that way but this dj was playing like japanese versions of the song or she only played she played butter like five times because oh she, you know like it was really bad and oh, then no. people were requesting refunds from the club People who bought tables for day three or four were super scared because the tables are thousands of dollars, right? And they're flying into Vegas, which is more money, only to be treated like that was, like, not a good, like, thing to look forward to. So they were reaching out to the venue to demand refunds or to demand a new DJ. And that's why they brought that girl back for day three and four because she played Super Tuna day one and it was lit. That makes so much more sense because yeah. I'm reading more of the comments now and it's literally like ARMY has got your back. What ARMY uh-huh. wants, so ARMY gets. ARMY uh-huh. loves oh. you. All is right in the world. A, this was for sure necessary. Thank you for loving on us and our guys. Have a fun set. Oh my Hell god. Hath no fury like ARMY scorned. I mean, and, I, yeah. I, I'm not gonna... We do say that the club was scammed by Hybe because it it was an exorbitant amount of money for what we got, really. Like, we still had to pay for drinks, obviously, but it was $100 to just, like, only listen to BTS music and listen to a DJ that was, like, not really mixing the songs. But I guess if you were, like, a diehard fan... It was, it was lit. Like, towards the end of the night, Chris and I got home at, like, 3 a.m., and we had, we had so much fun, but by the yeah. time 3 a.m. came around, we were, like, really drunk. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. don't so even know you, how. We, we were drunk, and it was so funny, because I, I think the cab driver, like, put on music, because we got to the middle, uh, we got down to the dance floor right in front of the DJ booth. So the music was just blaring that oh, by so the time we left the cl- yeah, by the time we left the club, we got in the cab. I we were yelling at each other in the cab <laughs> <Yeah>. like and <laughs> drunk. We were drunk and yelling at each other. Yeah. And so I the, the cab driver turned on the music and I remember thinking like, "Oh, I think we're talking really loud." And like we're I, yelling at each other. I didn't even um, notice that cuz I was so drunk. I'm wondering, like, when she took over the DJ booth. Because I remember having a lot of fun towards the end of the night. Like, especially when we were dancing. Yeah. So, I'm wondering, like, at what point. Because I remember the dude being up front first and being like, all right, like, they don't know what they're doing. Yeah. 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 Well, that's good that you guys did have fun in the end, despite some questionable music choices. Um, I'm really glad that... alcohol. Yes, alcohol always helps. And it must be good to be among, like, the the thing with BTS is that the people that you're usually around when you go to these things is they only stand BTS. And we'll get into that in our next episode. Yeah. And that's probably your issue, Ashley. Because when you only stand BTS, of course you only want to hear their music. But when you're a multi-stand, then you're like, let's get some 17 up in here, you know? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But, Still, overall, that it sounds like you had a good, ex- like, diverse experience, at least, with these different ex- activities. Um, 
And that's a good point to end it on. End it on a high note. Um, <laughs> Ashley, insert super tuna here. So that <laughs> just kidding. Just please, kidding. Um, please make super tuna the ending. <laughs> imagine um, it's our new theme song, everyone. But or, yes, or or super tuna. Insert the audio that of the video we recorded of super tuna of oh, the yeah. uh, army singing along with it too. Yes, precious memories. <laughs> but yes. <laughs> So stick around for our next episode, part two of our BTS concert coverage. I promise that there's a lot more stuff to cover. Um, we appreciate you listening this far, and we'll see you in the next one. Bye. 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 Bye.